I shall never, whether alive or dead, escape the hands of the Almighty. Therefore, by manfully giving up my life now, I will prove myself worthy of my old age, and I will leave to the young a noble example of how to die willingly and generously for the revered and holy laws. Whoever causes one of these little ones who believe in me to sin, it would be better for him if a great millstone were put around his neck and he were thrown into the sea. Within the gospel passage today, taking from the gospel of Luke, we hear our Lord warning his disciples about sin. Things that cause sin will inevitably occur, but woe to the one through whom they occur. It would be better for him if a millstone were put around his neck and he be thrown into the sea than for him to cause one of these little ones to sin. What does the Lord mean to teach us through these words? But that we are to be ever vigilant in turning away from the commission or omission of personal sin and that we shun any desire or inclination which would lead another to sin. If we have considered the second book of, the, of Maccabees, chapter 6, we see a good example of this in Eleazar. Eleazar was an elder member of the community and, one is, and was one of the foremost scribes. Antiochus IV, Epiphanes, the reigning king of the Seleucid Empire, ordered that Eleazar be forced to eat pork, a meat forbidden for Jews to eat. And we see that Eleazar is unwilling to eat the forbidden meat, preferring a glorious death to a life of defilement. Nevertheless, those in authority take him aside due to their long acquaintance with him and offer him a compromise, the opportunity to bring with him a lawful meat of his choice that others may witness him eating and believe that he is eating the unlawful meat of the king's sacrifice. Eleazar understands full well that by eating the lawful meat, he would avoid sin and avert a physical death. Yet we see his conscience is not able to tolerate this deception. Eleazar understands that if he were to carry out this act, it would serve only to deceive others and lead them astray, and that his status as an elder and foremost scribe would only further the scandal brought to himself and to his people. And so Eleazar would rather die than make a choice that would cause others to sin. Through the grace of God, he understands deep within the recesses of his heart these words of our Lord, although his ears have never had the opportunity to hear them. It would be better for him if a millstone were put around his neck and he be thrown into the sea for them than for him to cause one of these little ones to sin. The Catechism of the Catholic Church speaks about scandal within paragraphs 2284 and 2285. Scandal is an attitude or behavior which leads another to do evil. The person who gives scandal becomes his neighbor's tempter. He damages virtue and integrity. He may even draw his brother into spiritual death. Scandal is a grave offense 
if by deed or omission another is deliberately led into a grave offense. Scandal takes on a particular gravity by reason of the authority of those who cause it or the weakness of those who are scandalized. It prompted our Lord to utter this curse. Whoever causes one of these little ones who believe in me to sin, it would be better for him to have a great millstone fastened around his neck and to be drowned in the depths of the sea. Scandal is grave when given by those who by nature or office are obliged to teach and educate others. Jesus reproaches the scribes and Pharisees on this account, and he likens them to wolves in sheep's clothing. Likewise, in the first book of Maccabees, we encounter a similar passage. Within this account, King Antiochus Epiphanes sends his offers to the city of Modane to enforce an apostasy, to compel the Jews to renounce their faith and offer sacrifice to the gods rather than the one true God of Judaism. As the officers of the king approach, they invite Mattathias Maccabeus to be the first to obey the king's order, promising him money and the king's friendship in return for his obedience. Yet he refuses to perform this sacrifice. In fact, Mattathias pledges that neither he nor his sons or kin shall ever obey the king's order. And when a Jew moves toward the altar to offer sacrifice, according to the king's decree, effectively renouncing his faith, Mattathias is so enraged with the man that he slays him on the spot along with the messenger of the king before the man is able to complete this sacrifice to false gods. Mattathias is indeed zealous for his faith. He desires to keep all the tenets of Mosaic law. And it is clear that he wants to see Judaism lived out well in the lives of his people. In fact, Mattathias is so zealous for God that he is willing to place his own life in harm's way for the sake of his faith. He holds his faith far above the decrees of the king, and he places his life in the hands of God first and foremost. Do we possess the same zeal for our faith that these men possessed? Do we place our faith above the things of the world? Or do we seek out the things of the world over and above the things of God, the things that really matter? Do we avoid those things which damage our faith and scandalize the little ones who believe in God? If we follow always in the footsteps of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, if we believe and place our trust in the teachings and doctrines he passed down to us through the apostles and his spotless bride, the church, if by grace we refuse to deviate from this course, Jesus will never forsake us, even in the midst of the scandals of men. We must seek always to accomplish his will, and possess zeal for his kingdom. Then he will provide us with all that we need. Jesus made us this promise and laid down his life and sacrifice in order that he fulfill it. Therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink, 
or about your body, what you will wear? Is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds in the sky. They do not sow or reap. They gather nothing into barns. Yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are not you more important than they? Can any of you, by worrying, add a single moment to your lifespan? Why are you anxious about clothes? Learn from the way the wildflowers grow. They do not work or spin. But I tell you, not even Solomon, in all of his splendor, was clothed like one of them. If God so clothes the grass of the field, which grows today and is thrown into the oven tomorrow, Will he not much more provide for you, O you of little faith? So do not worry and say, what are we to eat, or what are we to drink, or what are we to wear? All these things the pagans seek. Your heavenly Father knows that you need them all. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be given you besides. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content, which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit DivineMercyPlus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's DivineMercyPlus.org. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily Masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.